Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. I will tell you what. Lately, we have been knocking it out of the park with some of our guests. And for this month, we have absolutely secured two amazing Ranger legends, you know, Daryl Thies, which was a previous week. But we had to one up that significantly. And we have the absolute honor and privilege to sit down with General Mike Garrett. If you don't know General Mike Garrett, well, I would question how that would be possible, but let me give you a little bit of his background. Uh, so he started out as a PL in ACO 175 and went on to be an XO in SECO. He also served in ACO 375 as a company commander and then RHQ where he did some uh, LNO work there and then eventually went to 275 as a major where he served as an LNO and S3. That's his Ranger career, but he did not stop leading the way and setting the example this is just the start of his career. He went on to be uh, third battalion's commander uh, in 325, 82nd Airborne, uh, where he served as a commander as well, 4th Brigade Combat Team, 25th Infantry Division, CG of United States Army Alaska, CG of United States Army Central, and then finally, the CG of Forcecom, United States Armed Forces Command unbelievable i forgot probably a million things he's probably looking at me like well what about that one what about that one sir i discovered the waypoints otherwise we're going to make an entire podcast just talking about your career and all the amazing things to, that you have done so now i'll shut up sir it's an honor to have you on legend of the 75th podcast yeah mike thanks thanks for having me and as i said before you know i'm a big fan and um you know i don't know that i'm necessarily a fan of the podcast as much as I'm a fan of the people that you bring on. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like the way you began this with your intro um, because it did bring me back to, you know, the last time I said the Ranger Creed, which was last year at the best Ranger competition. Oh, okay. I was the uh, guest speaker and, um, and I even, you know, and I guess I didn't, uh, I didn't read the program as closely because in the middle of my remarks, you know, I thought it would be a good idea, or maybe at the beginning of my remarks, I thought it would be a good idea for all of us in Infantry Hall to stand up and start with reciting the Ranger Creed, you know, which yeah. we did. So we actually did it twice, uh, which because <laughs> in my view, you know, you can never you can never do it uh, enough. Um, so one, uh, it's it's an honor for me to to be here. Uh, it's an honor to be even considered. Uh, in the same breath as, you know, many of the Ranger legends 
that you've had uh, on your podcast. Uh, and again, you know, for me, it's an opportunity to reflect uh, on a very foundational part of, you know, who Mike Garrett is. Um, and, you know, one of the questions that, you know, I've been asked hundreds of times, you know, over the last 15 years as a general is, you know, hey, you know, to what do you owe your success? And, you know, my answer has always been, you know, I'm sure God's got a big part of this. I'm sure, you know, my dad, Command Sergeant Major Retired Garrett, and the example that he set for me and our family had a big part of this. But the other piece of that is, you know, the almost 10 years that I spent in the Ranger Regiment uh, and the foundational experiences that that provided me. Um, you know, today I was uh, at a university talking to some young uh, juniors. Um, and, you know, I told them, I said, hey, Every day that I was in the Ranger Regiment, I went to work and the people around me were smarter, more fit, and in a lot of cases, just better human beings. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, every single day, uh, you know, I learned uh, in that environment. Um, and back in, you know, you know, uh, for, for Garrett back in the old days, um, you know, the regiment did not suffer poor performers. Um, I mean, you know, when I was a lieutenant in 1st Battalion, the lieutenants got fired every week. And, and all it took for a lieutenant to get fired, you know, as a lot of these folks know, is for, you know, the platoon sergeant to say, hey, Garrett ain't working out. Um, you know, uh, and, and that was it. That's all it really took uh, for you to be moved back to, you know, whatever division you came from. Um, and so foundationally for me, you know, the regiment um, uh, is important and I continue to live my life today uh, by the Ranger Creed, uh, by, you know, the things that I've that I learned uh, in the Ranger Regiment uh, and the people, you know, that uh, I got to spend time with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I th I've I've said many times that I think being a PL, a platoon leader coming into the 75th Ranger Regiment is one of the most daunting tasks that you could ever ask a human being to take on because the platoons aren't, he knows, everybody else knows that he can just do that job, you know, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time they can. And, you know, that, that platoon leader, while successful, high above his peers, you know, in his previous assignment before he comes, he is stepping into a whole new world and he needs to rapidly assimilate. Sometimes, I mean, I've seen plenty of PLs, you know, platoon, uh, platoon live fire, PL gets relieved, walks away, battalion commander pulls up, it's got a new PL, he goes, hey, you're running the rest of this live fire, you know, and now that platoon leader's got to try to figure it out and make it happen. Yeah. So my, you know, um, I tell this story often. So I was a, you know, my dad was my division command sergeant major when I was a second lieutenant. So, wow. you know, the 24th Infantry Division down at Fort Stewart, you know, my dad's a division sergeant major. John Schwarzkopf was a division commander. Oh, and, um, I mean, it was, it was really painful. Um, I mean, it was really painful. Um, and one day my dad goes, he goes, Hey, I got an interview uh, for you with the, uh, Colonel Nightingale, who at the time was the uh, first Ranger Battalion commander. And um, and at this point, I would have done just about anything to get off of Fort Stewart and away from my dad. I mean, it was really, <laughs> really cramping my style. 
<laughs> so I go up and I sit down with uh, Colonel Nightingale. Uh, and, you know, we still we stay in touch to this day. I mean, I talked to Colonel Nightingale, uh, but I sat down with him and he goes, Mike, he goes, look, he goes, every lieutenant here is just like you, the best lieutenant in their battalion. He goes, you know, we love your dad. Uh, he takes very good care of us, right? Because Hunter Army Airfield's part of, you know, Fort Stewart. He goes, he takes very good care of us and I'm going to hire you. I've already hired you. He goes, but here's what I'm going to tell you. He goes, once you come up here, man, make sure this is what you want to do and not what your dad wants you to do. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Once you come up here, he can't help you. Right? <laughs> um, you know, so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, how hard can this be? I went to ranger school, you know. Uh, well, it was hard. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my favorite, so I'm in, I'm in uh, uh, Alpha Company 175. Leo Brooks was the commander. Um, the first sergeant's name will come to me. Gary was Gary Spear. The first, uh, no, he was a commander later on. I'm trying to remember the the uh, first the the first sergeant at the time. Mark Nielsen uh, was my platoon sergeant. Mm. Um, Mike Hall was uh, one of the platoon sergeants. And, Holy cow! Yeah, and I'm trying to think. We called him Skeletor. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, the other platoon sergeant. Hmm. But, you know, so my first week there, it's uh, it's summer in Savannah and we're just doing an eight mile, you know, conditioning road march. And uh, again, you know, I'm coming from the 24th Infantry Division. I didn't do a lot of road marching down there. Right. And, uh, you know, my first road march, three miles into it, I start cramping up and, um, you know, I'm like, uh oh, this could be a problem. And uh, three and a half miles into this, I'm going, oh, man, my dad's going to kill me. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it one week here because I didn't know a whole bunch about first battalion. I'd only been there a week, but I did know that if I would have fallen out of that road march, nobody would have stopped. Maybe the medic would have stopped, make sure I wasn't dead. Uh, they would have kept, kept going, gone back. And by the time I got back there, the, there would have been somebody waiting outside. I wouldn't even gone back into the orderly room. Uh, you know, telling me, Hey, give me my, give me your watch, give me your compass, give me, you know, and then, you know, go on your way. But what saved me, and, and this is something that, uh, you know, uh, I hold dear, um, about the regiment. And one of the things that I learned what saved me that day was the standard, the standard back then probably is, is today. It was 15 minutes, mile plus or minus 30 seconds. We had gone out so fast because they were trying to test the new platoon leader. Yeah. That they did. They almost broke me on that first one. But what saved me was we had to crawl back because we'd gone out so fast uh, on the way out there. So I was able to drink some water, uh, <laughs> I was able to, you know, uh, maintain my interval. Uh, but that experience, that was my first experience uh, in the Ranger Regiment, and I never, ever, ever forgot it. This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. 
Rangers lead the way.